that this is one of the things that I really wanted to be able to do with the podcast mm-hmm. is to talk about things, to, to go on these quests, and then sometimes it's going to go exactly the way we wanted it to and expect it, like the Some, standards keep. Sometimes they get out of hand. Sometimes stuff doesn't go the way we planned, and I want to talk about that too. Mm-hmm. So I know that to you, it feels like we don't have like data to report back that we've like carefully planned mm-hmm. and, and plotted out on a spreadsheet, then we don't have anything to podcast about. But I think when people do their own questing, stuff doesn't always go the way that you expect. I mean, isn't that like at least 50% of the world of kinky sex? Adventurer 101. Adventurer 101. Mm-hmm. Nothing ever goes to plan. Mm-hmm. I know your like type A brain can't handle that. <laughs> But you know, your type A brain kind of went like, went on vacation as soon as anal was on the table, you know? <laughs> <laughs> A visit to Anal Island. <laughs> this is Kink Quest, leveling up our kink achievements one dungeon at a time. We're your adventuring companions through the world of kink, Anna and Soren Sterling. Come check out the community and join the fun at www.kinkquest.org. Discussion on this show may not be appropriate for younger listeners. If you're a young person looking for more information about kink or sexual health, please visit Scarletine at www.scarletine.com. This is episode 10. Episode 10! Some sort of celebration. I know, I'm so excited. Well, I think it's only right that in episode 10, we took a visit to Anal Islet. (laughs) What, what, What in particular is only right that, what, what makes episode 10 in Anal Islet like a like a match marriage. made in heaven, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, because it's one of my favorite places to go. <laughs> you love it there. So Anal Islet is a special place in Kinktasia, mm-hmm. uh, ruled by, is it Merciless Caesar? Is that it? You, I think you went and read the, mm-hmm. the story more recently than I did. Yeah. So if you're a follower of Kink Quest, uh, Anal Islet is, is a small island that is uh, ruled by Caesar. Mm. He has very unique interests. A leader who appreciates the finer things in life and has a weakness for a good pegging. Oh, so he gives as good as he gets though. Oh yeah. I wrote this, I should know. <laughs> it's been a little while. Though. It's been a while. So You th- know, speaking of milestones, mm-hmm. I actually just had to renew the domain. Oh. Because it's been a year. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, we have a, a long and, and storied past with anal sex. We do. But it began with uh, accidental anal. Which I think. We'll, I really think we told this story in an earlier episode, but you know, if you're a newer listener, then here we go. Could be your first time. So we were <laughs> camping and young teenagers. This was Soren's graduation open house. Mm-hmm. High school graduation. High school graduation. Yeah. And we were camping and sneaking around in tents. So there were parents mm-hmm. in the campsite next to the one where all the teenagers were camping. Mm-hmm. And then we all had a bunch of tents. And mm-hmm. I was in with the girls. Yeah. And Soren was in his own tent. Yeah. And yeah. so you're going to know the story better than I do because I didn't become aware that we had anal sex until sometime later. <laughs> so the girls knew that I was sneaking over to come and spend some time with mm-hmm. you. And I snuck across, and we were very quiet. No mm-hmm. words were spoken because, again, the very next campsite is where all the parents are. Yeah. So uh, we can't let anybody know what's going on. So it's all very hush hush. And we're doing our normal thing, going along. And all of a sudden, 
uh, you put your cock right in my ass. Just right in, not slowly, mm-hmm. no lube. No, I mean, you know, we were young. There was yeah. some... There was some... Uh, no added lube. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was some ambient lube mm-hmm. happening. Yeah. But just right in. And I didn't say anything, although what's funny is in my head, I assumed you knew exactly what you were doing. Mm-hmm. I thought like, oh, we're trying this now. Right. And it's funny because like, how submissive of me, right? That mm-hmm. I was like, oh, well, if he wants to try this, let's do it. Uh, it hurt a lot. <laughs> just cold? Like nothing had ever been in there before. Yeah. Nothing ever. Yeah. And... Uh, uh, so I kind of cringed or, or mm-hmm. <gasps> gasped. gasped and you said, are you okay? Uh-huh. And I said, maybe I need a minute. <laughs> <laughs> and so you pulled out of me. Uh-huh. Uh, at this point, you have no idea what you've just yep. done. And uh, then give me a couple minutes. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, okay, I'm ready. And then we went back to normal fucking, mm-hmm. which, you know, now I'm like, oh, we didn't even like oh, no. wipe up or anything, yeah. but like, everything was fine apparently. Yeah. So, so that's what happened, and we never discussed it. Mm-hmm. I was never like, so we Until did that. Until sometime later, it was like a couple years later, mm-hmm. and you were like, well, we've never done anal, and I was like, ah, uh, yes, we have. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? You were like, wait, I missed it. Yeah. <laughs> How did I miss it? So, did you ever do anal before me? I think that you know of. <laughs> <laughs> know of? Yeah, maybe I just have like a, a propensity. I don't know. No, I don't think so. Funny. Hmm. Funny that you don't know for sure. So that was that was our first mm-hmm. experience with it, and I think it's actually funny because it's a really good kind of indicator of what anal has looked like throughout mm-hmm. our lives. Where always I'm like, if that's really what you want, mm-hmm. I'll. I'll go along for the ride. I'm good. We can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's always something I've kind of dragged my feet a little because, you know, it's a challenge. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah. And then we moved into a place where uh, anytime that that you knew that I wanted anal sex, mm-hmm. uh, then you would buy Claret. <laughs> I would buy was, Claret. Yeah, it was a manipulative mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, this was from my actually from my pregnancy board where everybody was like, "Oh, don't even try anal without mm-hmm. wine." You need right. Wine. Yeah. And for some reason, the wisdom was you needed red wine. Yeah. Which I'm not sure if there's anything to that or not. But mm-hmm. this was a bunch of like you know young thirty something women who were all like young moms, mm-hmm. and they were like, "No, that's what you need." You need a bottle of wine. And so I was like, "Well, you got to buy me wine." And mm-hmm. you were like, "Okay, I'll buy you wine." And then I'm like, "You got to buy me good wine." Mm-hmm. And so this was what the like seventeen dollar a bottle mm-hmm. wine. That I liked, yeah. and you tended to drag your feet and be like, no, we can't really afford that mm-hmm. wine. And so I'd be like, well, if you want to do anal, then we need that it's, wine. It's worth $17 to you. Yeah, that's, right. that is the anal wine. Yeah. And you would buy it mm-hmm. happily and mm-hmm. like whistle on a song all the way out to the It was a good deal. With your bottle of <laughs> anal wine in your hand. Uh, and that was actually a routine if, for years. If you think Coppola knew that... Uh... <laughs> People intentionally bought his wine for anal. I'm for sure. Anal. I'm sure he'd be happy about it. Okay. I'm sure. So we we would do that, and the funny thing is that there was really no thought going into mm-hmm. that, right? But there was kind of a relaxation element to mm-hmm. drinking some wine before, and there was kind of a ritual to mm-hmm. that where we bought it. We didn't like 
go to the store and buy like quote unquote anal wine and then like rush <laughs> home and like jump in. You know, it was like you'd buy it the night before. Yeah. Now we know you, it's coming. Yeah. So there's the preview. There's We're, the indicator. Mm-hmm, kind of preparing. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you open up the bottle of wine and now we've got like an hour at least mm-hmm. before we're going to be there. Mm-hmm. You know, so there was very much like a preparation element to it, but it wasn't something that we planned or intended. It mm-hmm. was just something we stumbled into as the advice was, of my pregnancy board. It was organic. <laughs> it was organic yeah. how we got to that. When I've always really been interested in plugs as sort of a... Uh, um, DS mechanic. Mm-hmm. You have bought me so many plugs over mm-hmm. the years. And really, it's been really tough to like find some that are comfortable, mm-hmm. uh, that are, are not, because, you know, oftentimes this is like having a dildo that's designed by a man. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's just like the, the, for whatever reason, the science, the physics, the, the bio, the biology is wrong mm-hmm. and, and the shape and, and the features are wrong. Mm-hmm. So I had many of the kind of standard just like the shape you picture, mm-hmm. the little straight plug. Yeah, or like um, the the two, what the the bubble shape, whatever it is. The bubble there's like, shape. There's like flared ones. They're all different sorts of plugs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know that early on, I discovered I liked glass better mm-hmm. than like silicone. Mm-hmm. And so we had those, and we had some pretty ones, mm-hmm. and we had one that had a ponytail, which mm-hmm. I turned out to really not like the ponytail mm-hmm. because. When you wear it and you stand up, it uh-huh. just doesn't look festive. It looks sad. It just drapes down like yeah. a sad, <laughs> bedraggled thing. Mm-hmm. And I know that there are ways to make those cute, but like I, for me, I was always like, ah, it's not cute. Right. Um, and then we got one that was like a twisty one. Mm-hmm. And I was, was like, that oh, glass too? That was glass. Yeah. And I was like, maybe that'll so be easier. it was like easier. a corkscrew. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it was not easier. Yeah. It was... Well, and I think the thing about that, and we could have a whole different conversation about plugs. But with that, I think that it was intended to make it easier to go in. It would kind of like screw in, Mm -hmm. but then it was harder to keep in because I think I think it was intended to be less comfortable. Okay. I thought looking at it, it would be more comfortable, but Uh once you wear it, you realize Uh it's not. Right. Because like a nothing regular, natural about a regular that. plug kind of settles into place mm-hmm. and there it stays mm-hmm. and plus it's got like the narrow part that can kind of sit um, outside of your muscles yep. and then the heavier part the the bulb part that goes inside mm-hmm. of your muscles, whereas the corkscrew it just kind of holds the whole mm-hmm. opening all the way open mm-hmm. all the time. Right. So I think we were looking for something more comfortable and mm-hmm. unintentionally bought something that was intended to be challenging. Mm-hmm. But so we over the years have never really found our way to a rhythm where I wore one a lot because Mm -hmm. it would just be uncomfortable. I was always willing to Mm -hmm. wear it, but it would become uncomfortable enough for me that it stopped being fun for Mm -hmm. you. And if it a hundred percent of it is enduring, then that's less fun for me. Mm -hmm. So we eventually stumbled into the pure plugs, Mm -hmm. which I've already, I think talked about the fact that I really like there. We talked about those in the uh, sustainers keep challenge. Yep. Episode eight. Um, but those are just a lot more comfortable for me to wear. It's like I'm aware that it's there, but it's not making me uncomfortable on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. It just feels comfortable and like it's there. It's a mm-hmm. reminder, mm-hmm. which is what I think you intended all along. Perfect. That's what you wanted. Yes. Well, and so any any more there about the kind of DS element of me wearing plugs? Mm-hmm. Well, and I feel like I, I don't want to ruin that episode because I think that there's a ton that, that we could talk about. Uh, but I think... Yeah, I'm really just looking for an on-ramp into mm-hmm. yeah. why anal is so dominant for you. Yeah, well, I think that uh, when when Anna wears a plug, she kind of slips into passive subspace where 
where you're just like subspace light mm-hmm, where where you're just a little bit less uh, autonomous you have a little bit less <laughs> agency your your decision making is a little bit more fuzzy it's closer to like you had a glass of wine and you need to be escorted safely to the next destination mm-hmm. right and you know there there are plenty of places where i want your mind sharp and to have that that ability to make decisions but when you're wearing the plug then it's pretty clear that it's my job mm-hmm. and that is kind of a uh, something that you give up so you you kind of give that that choice up and and you're interested in going along for the ride and so it's something that's sort kind of like a physical way of of submitting or handing handing the power to you mm-hmm. And I think that that it changes your headspace. It does. Mm-hmm. It very much does. Yeah. And so I think that that, that same kind of mechanic uh, is in play with anal in that in order to be that vulnerable, in order to be that, uh, that defenseless, then it takes quite a bit of submission to, to get there. Unless, you know, we're in a tent and mm-hmm. I don't know what's coming. Yeah, with no warning, no <laughs> surprise, right? And still you're like, okay, I guess this is where we're at. Well, and it's funny because it's, that's really funny because I feel like that could have been such a destructive thing. Uh-huh. Like, because it did hurt a lot, I a bet. lot, and I yeah. was not prepared for it. Yeah. And it would be really easy, I think, because I was, had no idea for that whole couple mm-hmm. of years. I had no idea that you didn't know that mm-hmm. it had happened. It would have been really easy for me to think about that like a thing you did to me, or mm-hmm. like something I would carry, mm-hmm. right? But instead, in my mind, it was always like, well, we tried that. Mm-hmm. We didn't like it. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> right. like It never felt to me like you needed to have checked with me beforehand, which, you know, it's good that we ended up... Mm-hmm where we ended up because that was probably not a super ordered way for like a 17 year old girl to think. Oh yeah. Well, and so for me going on, on the quest of, of spending time on anal islet, Mm -hmm. exploring more of anal sex. It's something that, that I've always wanted to do and we've done it periodically over the years. Well, and I think it's funny because it's something that I always am most interested in doing Mm -hmm. when the dominant part of you is more present in our lives. Mm -hmm. So when we've been in those places where we're both just so busy raising kids Mm -hmm. and being at work and going to sleep and doing it all again in the morning, uh, I'm less interested in that because I need to really find my submissive self Mm -hmm. in order to want to do it. Mm -hmm. And we need your dominant self for that. So as we've been really finding that more lately, Mm -hmm. I think it's time to explore that more. So in sketching this quest out... I assigned Anna the task of coming up with the three things that most put you in the mood or most make anal sex tenable, habitable, Mm -hmm. desirable. So I think we're kind of finding a rhythm here with the quest episodes Mm -hmm. because this is what we did with, you know, we've done this before. It wasn't Mm -hmm. a campaign episode before, but where you sit me down before we do anything and Mm -hmm. say, come up with three things. And then I have to think for a day or two Mm -hmm. and then come back. So I did. I thought for, I mean, I probably thought for half a day on this one because I already knew the answer. Mm -hmm. Uh, And what I came up with, the three things were, first of all, the feeling of being internally clean Mm -hmm. because that whole preparation that has to happen, it's not something that I have done very often. Mm -hmm. We are more likely to kind of spontaneously do anal. Mm -hmm. And... I know that it doesn't bother you or mm-hmm. matter to you. And your, your, your whole demeanor is always kind of like, look, I asked for anal. And yeah. It's not like I don't know what happens there. Yeah. But like for me, 
I'm very self-conscious about that part of it. And mm-hmm. I, if I feel like I am clean, mm-hmm. I will enjoy the entire experience a lot more. Mm-hmm. Uh, and actually, I had read a really great post a while back by Girl on the Net about taking a bath mm-hmm. in preparation. And mm-hmm. she would use like a bulb to clean up. Mm-hmm. And then she would take a bath mm-hmm. and then take the bath for however long mm-hmm. and then call her partner when she was ready. Yeah. And I really loved that that article and I mm-hmm. loved that idea. And so that... I actually ordered the bulb that mm-hmm. she recommended on that post. So we can put it on the link mm-hmm. show it's, notes. Yeah. Well, I mean, I should actually use it before I put it in the show notes, mm-hmm. I suppose. But uh, I, I ordered it. It's in the house. Mm-hmm. We've had it. I've still never used it. Mm-hmm. But I ordered it with the intention of using it to prepare for so anal. So the first is being clean. Yes. Mm-hmm. The second is being in a relaxed state mm-hmm. like the wine used to help me do. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I feel like, you know, we talked about the fact that since we haven't really been drinking, mm-hmm. um, wine is not necessarily the right, the only answer for this, but mm-hmm. finding that relaxed state of being is really mm-hmm. helpful to me. Mm-hmm. And the third part seemed like it came back to the bath, even though at first I kept saying, well, that's really the same thing as being clean. Mm-hmm. But the being clean part is an internal clean, mm-hmm. whereas I think the part about the bath is the ritual. It's mm-hmm. the preparation. It's the, okay, now we're going to do this thing, mm-hmm. so that's going to set this kind of chain of events in place. And mm-hmm. I think that ritual, especially as a DS thing, mm-hmm. really makes a difference to mm-hmm. me. Yeah. So we had that conversation actually in the car on mm-hmm. the way to the Ren Fair that mm-hmm. we went to and met up with people from the Discord server, which yeah. we could talk more about that later. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we, we had that conversation and I told you those things. Mm-hmm. And then you said, okay, check, got mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you said, okay, we're going to do this tomorrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I wake up, drag myself out of bed on Sunday morning, like I always do, come up the stairs. And you're on the couch, mm-hmm. wide awake, and you're like, great news. I learned a lot about anal this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I've been up since 3.30 just Googling anal in the living room. <laughs> yeah, I'm an anal expert right now. <laughs> you want to know something about anal? I know it. <laughs> I found it on the internet. <laughs> well, I think it's, it's really interesting that uh, it's actually a little challenging finding good information. Mm-hmm. Uh, about anal sex on the internet, strangely. Yeah, you would think that would be like the first thing, right? <laughs> because Yeah, right. Like you just pull up Google and it's like, you want to know about anal? You want to know more about anal? Right. But I think that there are so many bad links. There are so many bad uh, search terms. There are so many, oh. many rough spots. It gets porny really mm-hmm. fast. Oh, instantly. <laughs> uh, but not even like, not even a, a good porny, like just a bad porny. Oh, well, like virus porny. Yeah, yeah like virus absolutely. porn. Uh, virus porn. That's different. <laughs> it's a special kind of porn. Yeah. Uh, but it, it was kind of strange that I had to kind of dig a bit to find some information. And there are a couple of, of blogs uh, talking about it. I know there'll be uh, one piece of advice that I'll see all the time, which is like using numbing creams, mm. which for me is was never a thing I wanted to do because like I don't want to do it if I don't want to feel it. Right. Like the idea of like, oh, you can like not feel it at all. It'll mm-hmm. be great. And I'm like, eh, like I get it because it won't hurt, mm-hmm. but like not really. Right. So I know that one of the things that you told me was that you had read that you should go about it much slower, which, mm-hmm. oh yeah, of course, academically, I knew this is like, I'm always the one who's done all the research mm-hmm. already. You're the one who's like, no, we'll just do it. It'll be fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you don't read the instructions on Ikea furniture. Right. Or on the Android. <laughs> right. But yeah, 
taking beep, your time beep. and and going slower and and I think from from start to full penetration it should be you know in the neighborhood of like 10 to 15 minutes mm-hmm. in and just to let your body adjust and, and warm up yeah and you have always gone about you know a lot more like regular you know right intercourse Vaginal like, sex yeah you mm-hmm. just kind of go straight in yeah which you know again i know i know it academically mm-hmm. that slower works better but i think there is a hard part here that like guiding you or giving you information like that is the last thing in my head when we're doing anal like mm-hmm. it's not in my head to be like actually i don't know if you know this mm-hmm. but there's a better way to go about it like right. i'm a lot more like however it is that you want to experience mm-hmm. this that's what i want to do so if what you want is mm-hmm. to go straight in then let's do it that way so i'm always trying to find the angle of of what is some fun mechanic that we can play with or use or explore during adventures. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the thought that I had is during anal sex, let's try each one of your favorite toys. Mm -hmm. So you use those vaginally and and then let's see how different they feel to me. Mm -hmm. See if you can can actually feel them or Mm -hmm. how they feel to you. And we had planned to actually rate them in some way, Mm -hmm. although... Well, I mean, I could rate them, but, you know, just... Uh, conversationally mm-hmm. because effectively it was very simple. Yeah, it's true. To, to rate but them. we I know beforehand we said, oh, we're going to come up with like mm-hmm. some kind of scales we mm-hmm. would rate these things on and then we never quite came up with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the four toys that we tried are, uh, I have a mermaid toy, which I bought it on Etsy mm-hmm. and it just looks like a mermaid tail and it's the super soft, squishy toy. It's fairly small and I bought it on a whim because it was cute and actually really like it. It's like kind of my, um, like if I'm not feeling great mm-hmm. or, you know, if I just need something really gentle. It's and like really that comfort easy. dildo. It's my comfort dildo. Yeah. It is. And I, I think that's not, that's like, not special like, to me. It's I like a Snuggie. It <laughs> is. It's like my Snuggie dildo. That's exactly what it is. I love that you know that. So that's my mermaid toy. And the funny thing is you and I mm-hmm. have used the mermaid toy like once or mm-hmm. twice. Like we've almost never even mm-hmm. used it because it's like not what it's for, right. you know? It's so, like it's like a toy toy. It is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then a glass wand, which mm-hmm. we have had for like twenty years, mm-hmm. which we bought at our like our first event, mm-hmm. um, and that is like actually it's like a sword. Yeah, our daughter found it at some point and was like, "What's that sword in your room?" Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, that's nothing." Yeah. Hides it better. It has a hilt. Yeah. <laughs> It does. it does. So it's cool, but it is actually, it's glass, so it's hard, and it's very straight, and yep. it's very long, yep. and it doesn't fit my body super great. So it's yep. a lot more pretty mm-hmm. uh, to look at than mm-hmm. it is something that I like to use. Yeah. Uh, and then a pure wand, mm-hmm. which is, if you haven't seen one, it's a curved wand that I discovered a few years ago, mm-hmm. and I love the way that it fits the shape of my body, like, once you learn how to use it right. I feel I, like a, a pure wand is, like... Uh, should be every woman's graduation present. Like when you graduate into being a woman, yep. then you should Here you go. have the pure Here's wand. Your pure wand. Yeah. It may or may not work for you. And if mm-hmm. it doesn't, that's cool. Mm-hmm. But like, you can have it. Yeah, it's, it's for you. <laughs> and then an 11, which, mm-hmm. you know, not everybody needs to have an 11. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, and again, uh, we'll have links to both if you haven't seen these, although I think a lot of people are familiar with those toys. Yeah. Uh, and... Those were the four. So the mermaid toy, the glass wand, the mm-hmm. pure wand, mm-hmm. and the pure 11. Yeah. And so the angle that we took is trying to figure out which one made me feel the best. 
And uh, I, the mermaid toy, I couldn't really feel at all. It's too squishy. It's just too squishy and too small. She's too gentle. Uh, glass wand, it, it quickly became apparent. Like, I could almost feel it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it became really quickly apparent that it was uncomfortable for you mm-hmm. like in, a, in a bad, bad way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that one pretty much, we stopped that one. Mm-hmm. Pure wand was good. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, I could feel it. It was a good sensation. It was like a good uh, uh, motion mm-hmm. where I could feel kind of articulation mm-hmm. and, and that felt really good. And I would do that one again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the 11, it felt like it was uh, too much for you. There's no room at the end. There's no room at the end. I, I feel like if that I had was, to force that in, into place. I feel like if that was something that like uh, you could get comfortable with, mm-hmm. that would be good. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there wasn't enough time with it yeah. to even really truly evaluate I it. Take very much like of that. The, that uh, the discomfort was too much. Um, but I really enjoyed the pure wand. Mm-hmm. So that's. All good information. Yeah. Uh, I know that, you know, when we talk about what the challenge was of the whole thing, the right off the fight. bat, yeah, like kind of the, the surface challenge was mm-hmm. that uh, that quote that I had that made you laugh was, I underestimated how much more space you take up mm-hmm. than a butt plug. Oh, yeah. Because I'm like, oh, I can use these things with my plug-in. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. like It goes take, the other way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you'll take more space than right. a plug, but yeah. it'll be fine. Right. And then it turned out that, like, uh, and I think the thing is, squishier toys would mm-hmm. not be a problem mm-hmm. for me because then it'd just be more squished. Yeah. But it's that we were using a lot of those very hard rigid toys, toys, rigid toys, mm-hmm. and that pressure that mm-hmm. it puts kind of on, on me uh, in order to be feelable by you mm-hmm. is really intense mm-hmm. and a lot to endure. And so an interesting thing that happened as we were going into this is that we had a conversation about what are the things that that put Anna into the right headspace. Mm-hmm. Uh, we kind of started going down that path and then uh, sort of lost track of where we were. Mm-hmm. Well, and a funny thing happened here, right? Because mm-hmm. if you think about like us at work mm-hmm. or us in life, you are very much a driving force mm-hmm. for building a plan. And then, you know, we kind of go about it. And then I have a t- I have this force that kind of holds you to the plan. I'm like, no, no, we were supposed to do it this way, remember? Mm-hmm. No, first, this is the first step, then this is the second step. Mm-hmm. You know, that is kind of my role. It's like navigator. Yeah, mm-hmm. I navigate you through the plan that we mm-hmm. built together. So I think we built a basic plan, mm-hmm. but then I woke up Sunday morning, mm-hmm. came upstairs again. I came upstairs and the first thing, you're like, this is great. Mm-hmm. I did all the research and I know everything about you. Mm-hmm. And then basically you said, I'll make you a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. You go put your plug on. Mm-hmm. So I went and adventure begins. Yeah. And we're like right into it before I'm even like coffeed. Right. Right. Uh, And so I come back into it and you put coffee in my hands and now I'm wearing my plug. And now Mm -hmm. like we're kind of talking about what we're going to do. And then when you're like, well, let's go get into bed. And I'm like, okay, let's go get into bed. You're drifting already. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I feel like then it was just kind of. We just kind of off we went, mm-hmm. and I wasn't really holding you to any like plan or saying, "Wait, what are we doing? Or how are we measuring it? Mm-hmm. Or what are we gonna? Uh, how are we gonna? How are we gonna interact with this quest?" Mm-hmm. And we just got carried away, mm-hmm. and off we went on anal adventure. Mm-hmm. Um, and so those three steps that we had originally kind of planned to implement, mm-hmm. we didn't really do anything for any of those three mm-hmm. steps because. 
you know, you were next to me in the bed and mm-hmm. you were nice and warm and we were kissing and then next thing you know, I'm coming and then mm-hmm. like once I'm coming, that's mm-hmm. it. Like once I start coming, there's no like let's stop now mm-hmm. and go like clean up and take a break and whatever. Like you need to come me all the way out if mm-hmm. you want me to stop and we'll come back to it like in a little while. Mm-hmm. And not that that would have been a problem, but that just kind of wasn't the way that we did it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I think it's funny because we came to this podcast then and you're like, well, we didn't learn anything. Mm-hmm. So there's no point in podcasting because now you're back to type A, right? Mm-hmm. Like once anal starts, right. type A is out the window. Right. Now we're just going to play. Yeah. And then now you're like, well, we didn't we didn't build a plan and work the plan. Mm-hmm. We just did the thing. Yeah. There's nothing to talk about, which I think there's plenty to talk about. Mm-hmm. But I think another big part to talk about is... We need to really build that plan beforehand mm-hmm. if you want to follow a plan. Yeah. Uh, and then you need to be able to kind of execute that, especially if anal is involved or mm-hmm. pain is involved. Any right. of those things that put me into that really submissive space. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I won't speak up if I don't like something. If I didn't want to be there, mm-hmm. I would let you know that because I know that's my job. Mm-hmm. But if I'm happy to do it and you aren't doing what we planned mm-hmm. and I'm in that very submissive state, I'm likely to assume we are leaving the plan because you chose to leave the plan. I'm mm-hmm. not going to like hold you to the plan the way that I will at work. Right. Right. Because I'm, that's like my dominant self of my personality. And that part of myself is fast asleep once you start putting stuff in my butt. So <laughs> it's, it's over. It's over. Right. So I think that uh, there was still loot at the end of the quest. Mm-hmm. So even though we didn't accomplish what maybe we set out to accomplish. And mm-hmm. I think for me, it was. My specific goal and the angle that I was trying to get to was uh, trying to find a way to make anal more more enjoyable for you. Mm -hmm. And And I think we did. We did move that. But maybe not as in the direct way that we expected to. Mm -hmm. So uh, as we were were going along and uh, I was making you come with my fingers Mm -hmm. and... We were just playing and you said, one thing that I want you to try in the future mm-hmm. is to, to help with anal and to make it more easy is I want you to make me come all the way out mm-hmm. so that I'm just spent. Mm-hmm. And, and that kind of puts me in that same relaxed state like mm-hmm. drinking wine would. Mm-hmm. So then you're just kind of spent out mm-hmm. and then assign a number of of cartoon episodes to watch Mm -hmm. dragon prince or whatever it happens to be that's it's on netflix and Mm -hmm. i always i really love it and i always Mm -hmm. try to get daddy to watch it with me Mm -hmm. and he always falls asleep if i put it on it's pretty sleepy (laughs) Uh, but part of this new approach would be to to make you come all the way out Mm -hmm. and then kind of start that clock over but it's much more slowly Mm -hmm. you tell me how many episodes we're going to watch so that i kind of have that timer i know how long Mm -hmm. it's going to be and then give you some snacks and maybe a little sandwich or Mm -hmm. something like that to to kind of give you that aftercare pre aftercare Mm -hmm. post (laughs) pre-care just some some daddy time yep to really put me in that that safe and cared for kind of emotional space. Mm-hmm. And then that's kind of the uh, preparation, the mental preparation for anal. Mm-hmm. And then I can also take care of the kind of preparation, the cleaning mm-hmm. preparation mm-hmm. Uh, after you come me out mm-hmm. uh, and before we start the cartoon. And then I kind of have that space of the cartoon mm-hmm. to kind of process that mm-hmm. uh, so that that part will be taken care of as well. 
and I'm really excited about that. Are you? Mm-hmm. Well, when we said we were going to do it today, mm-hmm. although it is now later today than I wanted it to be by the time we got ready to start. Hey, I'm, I'm here to give it a try. <laughs> you're, you're down to try, huh? But I think one thing that we learned is that it's important to, if, if we're going to do quests in this capacity, it's good to have as much of that sketched out as we can before we start mm-hmm. because we're, we're oftentimes less creative or you know, less uh, uh, capable of just operating on the fly we're and, both. and achieving that goal because yeah. we just have too much fun. We're both in an altered state of mind once mm-hmm. we start playing. And yeah. I think the idea that like, and I think one of the things I said to you earlier is if you're in a different sort of relationship, mm-hmm. if you're in an early relationship, I think it's easier when you play to kind of keep a more analytical mind because mm-hmm. you're paying attention to things like consent right. and making sure that everybody really wants what's happening. But yeah. when you've been fucking someone for so many years, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know by feel where all of the real boundaries are. Mm-hmm. So if you're not anywhere near any of those boundaries, you're just going to completely lose track of what mm-hmm. you're doing because that's kind of what it's for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we've said over the years, we've said many times that the only thing that when you put the two of us together, my skill set and your skill set, we can get a lot of good things done. Mm-hmm. The only thing we're just bad at and have always been bad at is not fucking. That's that's it. That's Any time that we're like, okay, we're going to just play a little bit, but mm-hmm. like, we're not going to fuck. We're mm-hmm. not going to come. Yep. We're just going to like, just going to like, just toy a little. We kind of suck at that. We're really, really bad at yeah. that because that's it. The minute, and this is like, again, early story of ours when uh, we'd been together two weeks and you say, let's make out in the back of my car. And mm-hmm. I say, I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure I'm ready to yep. go all the way. And you're like, no, no, we'll just kiss. We'll just kiss. And as soon as you said that, like, you didn't know it, and I didn't know it, but the minute you said, we'll just kiss, and there's no pressure on you, and, like, that was it. It was over. I, I was going to have sex with you from that moment in time. Because, like, the idea of, like, being in that safe place where, like, oh, nobody has any expectations. Nobody has any pressure. Like, mm-hmm. we're just going to, like, have a nice time, and mm-hmm. then that was it. Yeah. It was over. So, I think we did learn some things. Mm-hmm. Uh, although not necessarily what you planned to learn. What we intended to learn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think that, that we have gained some information that will help us visit Anal Islet more often in the future. Mm-hmm. Maybe this afternoon. Maybe. <laughs> Clock is ticking. We'll just kiss. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Anything else? I don't think so. Then we'll see you on the next level. Uh, Just a uh, preview. We're on episode 10 now. Mm -hmm. On episode 20, we're planning on getting Anna's nipples pierced if all goes to plan. I am actually gaining information about good piercing studios right now. I'm doing the research. So we'll see how that goes. We'd like to podcast live while we do it if Mm -hmm. we can find a piercer who's okay with that. Yeah. But first thing is that it's a piercer that I feel good about, Mm -hmm. like medically. And then second thing is whether they're willing to let us podcast. So we'll find out how that goes. We'll see you on the next level. Also, another piece of information is that we are currently Hmm. planning a board game munch Mm -hmm. in Seattle. So we talked about doing an arcade before, but then we went and toured the arcade and it is so loud. It's so loud. As much as I would love to play video games with people, I feel like you're not going to be able to have any good conversations. Mm -hmm. So we've shifted gears, and we are now looking at venues to have a board game meetup, also on the advice of our dear Twitter friend, Maria. Mm -hmm. Uh, So 
We. I, I rule substrule. <laughs> That's her. Merciless, merciful Maria. Or is it merciful, merciless? It's not it anymore. I know, but yeah. like that was one of my favorites at yeah. first. So anyway, uh, we are planning to do a board game munch. So if that's something you would like to take part in and you happen to be close enough that mm-hmm. you could, then by all means, get a hold of us on the site, www.kingquest.org, and let us know you're interested. Yeah. See you on the next level. See you on the next level. So what levels did we earn this week? Because I would have thought we'd earn like anal levels, but mm-hmm. now I'm not sure we did. Mm. So what levels did we earn? Mermaid levels? No, because you couldn't even feel her. No. Maybe DS levels. Because I feel like we learned some new stuff about dominance and submission, just in terms of like mm-hmm. that whole conversation about my headspace mm-hmm. and um, what it does to me to be in that place. Mm-hmm and why you like it and all of that stuff. Oh, I think we, we learned a little bit about uh, aftercare or your refractory period mm-hmm. as kind of a, a mechanic or, or an asset as opposed to just kind of a condition. Mm-hmm. That's so true. If, That's you, if you come all the way out and use that like rest as kind of a, a preparation for mm-hmm. anal that is that is a mechanic that you wouldn't typically think of that way. That's true. Mm-hmm. So the using my refractory period mm-hmm. as a tool for more sex yes. instead of it just being like time to stop having sex. Right. Now. Or or like a postcoital crying. Yeah, well, that happened. <laughs> yeah. That happened. It was right afterwards and I'm like all of a sudden just start like sobbing yeah. and immediately look at Sora and I'm like, don't worry, I'm fine. Yeah. This is just a thing. This oh, yeah. is just happening. It's yeah. just the thing. It was pretty intense. It was a lot. It was good. Well, and then actually I had like a lot of sub drop mm-hmm. after that, which I didn't expect at all because yeah. I mean, we just did a pretty good impact session and I had nothing yeah. from that. But then for some reason, something about what we did with the anal was yeah. just really intense was a lot. for like my subby self, I guess, yeah. because I was just like a little kid lost at the mall for the rest of the night. Level up? Level up. Level up sub drop? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Is that, that a level, level up? I don't know that that's a level up. Yeah.